maybe right before bedtime, that's usually the one that most people like to do. It's like, okay, we're winding down. I need to get them to sleep because I have stuff to do. Yeah. Okay, let's do the full breathing and let's, you know, use our imagination to take that pause. And I, I like to do that a lot. My kids like prefer that because it's helping them to unwind and then they fall asleep a lot faster that way. Um, if they're if they're going to school, you can do it on the way to school, on the way home as well from school. So different ways like that, or maybe before brushing their teeth. I mean, that would be pretty much any kid, maybe two years and up right before brushing your teeth. Okay, you have to brush your teeth, right? That's part of and the idea is to make it a habit, a daily habit, part of your routine, just like brushing your teeth, just like taking a shower. Let's take a pause together. Do, do we take that full breath in? Let's breathe together. And once you make it together, then it just becomes part of the routine, just like brushing your teeth, just like taking a shower and you are listening to Unapologetically Mommyhood, where we talk the real behind the scenes of mommyhood and business through the eyes and experiences of other moms in business. First, we are moms, yes, but we are also women, bosses, and humans. Here we support moms on being confident, authentic, and most of all, unapologetic to who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Our identity isn't tied to just being a mom because we are so much more. Welcome to the mommyhood. This episode is sponsored by Thrive After Nine, a community and support system for moms who are coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs supporting each other in a positive, safe, judgment-free zone of other like-minded women getting things done to thrive in your home and business. To find out more, go to www.thriveafternine.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unapologetically Mommyhood, where we talk mommyhood and business unapologetically, embracing who we are as not just a mom, but as a human, because mommyhood is real. It's not all the giggles and cuddles that you see all over the internet. Sometimes ish hits the fan, and sometimes we mean literally, and we have our breakdown ugly cries too. So again, welcome to the mommyhood. All right, so we know that this month is the month of self-love and we have to take care of ourselves as mothers, even if we have the kids around. If they're around, we still need to do things to say self-care, right? So today we're going to be focusing on how one way that we can integrate our little ones into our life to get some self-care time. Today I have with me owner and founder of Decide Balance, and she specializes in meditation and mindfulness with kids. Let's welcome Miss Yvonne Hernandez. Hello and welcome. Hi, Kamisha. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm so excited about this conversation. I'm excited too, because I feel like as moms, we sometimes just put ourselves to the sides when we think that we can't do something or we don't have the time when really we just have to integrate everything around us so that we could take care of ourselves too. So I'm excited about this conversation and I'm excited that you specialize in mindfulness and meditation for children because sometimes I feel like they're always bouncing off the walls, right? <laughs> and you never yes. have that real quiet time except when they go to they go to sleep, but other than sleep it's always rah 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 rah. And so I'm excited to talk about this and help moms with some ways that they can incorporate mindfulness and meditation into their day with their children. So this is exciting. So, yes, yes. Um, one of the first things that I really just want to talk about, I just want you to tell everyone why meditation and mindfulness for kids and why, how it got started for you. So I had been doing meditation just for myself. At one point, I was a mama of three little ones under five. So definitely meant very little sleep, <laughs> running on four hours every day, no naps. You know, it was just a very stressful time. And uh, but I had heard about meditation and I just would put on my earbuds just so I can get the deep sleep that I needed for the deep rest that I needed in order to function as a mom. Right. And as a wife. Um, and so I knew meditation was key. So then 
but I was just doing it for myself, really. Every now and then I would put it on for my kids. Well, then fast forward, my my older son, um, at that time he was in third grade. He's now in seventh. But at that time he was in third grade and the school that he was going to, they were going through a construction phase and mm. all of third grade was moved to bungalows. And they were used to these, in their minds, like a mansion, right? And then they go to this closet, you know, size a classroom. And so I immediately picked up my son was not doing well. He didn't want to go to school. It would like he could feel the stress. Um, I could feel that he was anxious and he was off, right? Something was going on. He finally, you know, after, you know, questioning and questioning, you know, trying to find different ways to figure out what is happening. He finally said, my classroom is really small. I don't feel good. I don't want to go. And, you know, he felt claustrophobic, right? With the little words or whatever vocabulary he had right at that point, trying to express himself, he really couldn't. But I finally figured out, okay, he's he needs something to help him release that anxiety, that stress. And I figured if he's going through this and my son's very chill, like he's very calm, you know, nothing really bugs him. But for this to bug him, I knew something was up. So I figured the rest of the kids are probably going through the same emotions, feelings, everything, right? The same situation. And so I reached out to a friend and I said, hey, you know, and I, she does NLP, which is neuro linguistic um, programming. And so I knew she had done meditations with kids. And so I asked her, hey, you know, can you you know, send me a script or something I can do with the kids to help them out and I explain the situation. And she just said, just guide them, take them on a journey, take deep breaths with them and really, really use, you know, your imagination, make it super creative, you know, take them somewhere far, somewhere fun, um, using the senses. I'm like, all right, that sounds easy. I could do that. So I reached out to his teacher and I told her what my plan was. She was totally on board. I'm so grateful for that opportunity because that really was the beginning of this journey. Mm. Um, and uh, so I would go every Friday, which was test day. And then within a few months, by then it was Christmas break, winter break. And one of the parents approached me. She said, are you the mom that's doing the meditations in class? And I said, yes. She said, thank you so much. My daughter suffers from test anxiety. And I was blown away. Third graders have test anxiety. That's like high school, college stuff, right? Test anxiety. But wow, these little ones are having. And then to add to that, you know, the little classroom that we're in, they were in. So I, I was just blown away. And I immediately knew this was so much bigger than what I had started. And so then I would always post, you know, in my Facebook, oh, I'm doing a meditation about this and this is the journey and da da da, you know, we give like little, you know, little bits about it. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend who approached me and she said, hey, what is this meditation thing that you're doing? Do you no longer believe in God? And I'm like, wait, what? Are you? of course I do. What are you talking about? And so I knew I needed to be transparent because if this is a friend asking me this, then there's probably parents thinking the same thing because they don't understand what meditation is. And they probably think, oh, it's a religion. You know, you're trying to change my child's religion, you know, and I didn't want to go there. So I knew I needed to be transparent about this. And so that's where I started the Decide Balance five minute bilingual meditation podcast, because I wanted for the parents to hear what I was saying, even though the teacher was there and it's approved, you know, there was nothing about religion, which it's not. I just wanted them to have tools to calm them through the emotions that they were experiencing. And that's really where, where this whole journey began. I wanted to empower them and give them the tools like you don't need anything outside everything is within you you can make that choice to tap into that calm inside of you and so now these third graders are now seventh graders and it's now that you know we're coming back to in-person things i'm back at the school and i'm teaching the whole entire elementary school from preschool all the way through eighth grade they have two campuses and I asked them, do you remember me when, you know, when, and we would try it again, you know, we continued several years and then right before everything shut down, they were in fifth grade and I was going to all the classrooms as well. And uh, they did, they did remember me, but they weren't 
practicing so much happened right during the pandemic and so i knew that i needed to start back up in the school as soon as they you know gave us the green light to go back in person that you know parent volunteers could come in and so now i'm there i'm back at the school teaching them again and now i'm teaching online as well trying to reach more kids and bring these tools these resources to families to to help their children. They're going through so much. They've been through so much and they don't know how to release that stress, that anxiety that has built up. And then especially if it's families that they don't know these tools, they're probably stressed out, frustrated that that's all they hear. That's all the kids hear. And they figured, okay, if my parents stressed out, then this is the normal, then I'm going to continue being stressed out. And I'm going to continue, you know, being in a bad mood and negative, 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 right? It just, it, it, that's where it continues. And so I knew I needed to continue and, and, and help these families, you know? So that's where that that's kind of where, you know, it started. And now that's where I'm at. And so during the pandemic, I enrolled in the Deepak Chopra meditation teaching certification program. And so now I'm a Chopra certified meditation teacher. And so it's just beautiful to learning more in depth about it and just the beautiful benefits and all the research that's being done about meditation, breathwork, how it can help you and how it it's going to bring peace to the world. Because when you tap into that inner peace, you can think clearly, you can make better decisions, you can handle situations a lot better. And it just brings me so much hope that this, all these new generations, the millennial generation, I mean, you've seen, right? They're making such changes, they're standing their ground. We're like, we're over all this, you know, baloney that every, all these, you know, older generations are doing, right? We're ending wars, we're getting rid of that, we're making better decisions. And that's why, because now they have better tools, they have resources to help them make those better decisions, right? So, I mean, can you imagine, you know, these future world changers, these leaders being able to have an actual adult conversation about the conflict instead of violence, instead of war, instead you know, frustration, and instead of shutting yes. down, instead of, you know, what would normally happen when they don't know how to express themselves or even know how to control emotions. Right. And yes. I feel like with the meditation, it's a good way to be able to like go from here and bring it down, you know, just being able to know like okay let me take a few minutes because what most people don't even realize is that you don't have to spend 30 minutes an hour like you could be in the moment 30 seconds one minute you know what i mean like just to go from here to here like just taking that time and taking that 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 breath and that space and that quiet for yourself and i really like what you were saying because what i heard from you is that i'm a mom and I solve the problem, right? Because I think as moms, we're natural problem solvers. You saw a need and it started with your own child. And then you were like, okay, if my child is experiencing this, the other children are probably experiencing the same things and they don't know how to vocalize it. And so for you say, like for you to get started that way is amazing because you saw that there was a problem and you actually took action because there are not a lot of people who see the problem and then they're like, okay, let me take some action. They see the problem. They're like, let me fix it for my own child and, you know, in my own home and for me and that's it. But you said, okay, let me go see if I can help the other children as well. So that's amazing. And I also like another thing you said about um, when you said five minutes, right? Because a lot of times as a mom, we're like, we don't have time for that. Like we have this and this and this and this, but you said five minutes and that like my ears perked up, you know, (laughs) Oh, five minutes. That's even better because, you know, when you think about it, um, and I, and I was telling you a little bit about me wanting to incorporate this into my home. Um, we want to do like yoga and meditation, like alternating days of the week just in the evening to bring them down a little, you know, have a little quiet within all of us, you know, turning everything off and having some quiet. And one of the things that I think has stopped us from going ahead and getting ready is 
the time, like, okay, okay, where can we put this? Like, um, you know, it's going to be 15 minutes. And I think 15 minutes might be too much time. You know what I mean? Like that's too much time with, you know, such small children, but yeah, their attention span is very short. (laughs) So when you said five minutes, my head was like, Ooh, five minutes. That sounds good. (laughs) So, um, let's, let's talk about that a little, being able to find the time and like really, um, knowing that you don't have to do 30 minutes or 40 minutes, you know, what are some ways that the moms can ease into doing this with um, their kids, like saying, okay, we're going to have some meditation time and this is what we're going to do. What are some ways they can kind of begin to start integrating that? I like to begin to identify if they are taking a full breath, the majority of the people breathe shallow breaths, which causes a lot of stress, you know, your everything's constricted, you know, that, you know, definitely um, causes some anxiety, think less clearly, I mean, so much, right, because your body's trying to function in shallow breathing. But when you take that full breath in, it definitely helps your brain, your cells, your muscles, everything, right, your emotions. Mm. And so I like to ask the kids, okay, let's put one hand on your tummy. And I want you to notice if it expands. So imagine like your tummy is a balloon. So take a deep breath and see if it expands. Did it expand? Okay, if it didn't, let's try again, because that means you're still not taking that full breath in. And I want them to notice, even the middle schoolers, I have them put their hand on their tummy and I'm checking around in the classroom like, is your hand on your tummy? And usually I get the eye roll or whatever, or you know, they'll finally do it. It's like, this is for you because that way you have the tools for when you do need it for those emotions your friends are not going to be around to help you you know in every situation this is about you having the tools about being empowered and so especially within them with the little ones it's neat because now their attention is on their hand on their tummy they can imagine their tummy is a balloon it's like okay so if now that you can feel it expand okay let's inflate it and then let's take our time and deflate it And now close your eyes whenever you're ready or just have a soft gaze looking down because maybe they're not ready to close their eyes. And they can imagine like the balloon is changing colors Mm. or maybe it lights up every time you inhale. And, you know, just like a little bit, just put a timer for one minute, 30 seconds, whatever they can handle. And then you can increase it a little bit at a time. But the deep breath is the biggest thing. It's like the foundation of any practice meditation practice or a mindfulness practice it's it's that full breath in into your body once you have that locked in then you can do more things because if you're not taking the deep breaths and you're just kind of you know not really taking a full advantage of the whole exercise so you know and so taking the full breath in and then use your imagination you can maybe, okay, now that it's a balloon, maybe now imagine like, I don't know, maybe it's like a popcorn, you know, it's like a kernel and then you pop it, it pops up, right? Or whatever it is, or maybe it's whatever, right? Like they're so creative when you ask them and they come up with the silliest things. And I'm like, yes, that's what it is. You know, whatever it is to to keep their attention, even if it's just the 30 seconds, that is a win because they're taking that full breath in. And then I explain, okay, so when can you use these emotions or, or these exercises, these tools? Can you guess? And some of them, even the little ones like, oh, when I'm sad, yes. When I'm angry, yes. When someone says something to you and you don't like it, um, when you feel sad about or you feel like crying or, you know, any of those emotions that make you feel uncomfortable, take that full breath in. Or instead of you responding immediately um, or especially like the older kids, you know, and lately there's so much, you know, bad words um, in the, uh, the higher elementary grades. My daughter was telling me she's in fourth grade. She's like, mama, so many kids came back cussing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. She's like, please say something when you're doing that in class. I'm like, I sure will. So I, I told them, okay, so if somebody is cussing at you, I want you to take that full breath in and then walk away. Because if you respond with that same negative word, you're also going to get in trouble. But I know you guys are better than that. And none of you say bad words in this classroom, right? So, but just in case you feel like maybe responding with a negative, you know, word or something like that, 
take that full breath in. You're going to think about what you're going to say. And then what are the consequences depending on what you say? Growing in love together, a military mother's 90 day guide to a greater connection with her daughter. Get your copy at www.growinginlovetogether.com and remove the U in guilt and G-I-L-T. Grow in love together. So it, it's been making a difference. And my daughter definitely said, yeah, a lot less people are saying bad words. I'm so relieved. I'm like, you better not be one of those. She's like, no, mom, I'm not. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just really interesting. You know, like once you start, you know, uh, you know, explaining when can you use these breathing techniques and then just keep reminding them, oh, maybe if they play sports and they lost, they get real, sometimes they get really, really upset. They take that, you know, it's like, oh, that was terrible. I lost and it was my fault or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, how about take that breath in? Let's look at the situation. It was a game. You tried your best and it's okay. You can try again next time, you know, but take that full breath in first because it's going to help you think clearly, focus, even even falling asleep. And I even asked the kids too, it's like, have you ever had a hard time falling asleep? And a bunch of them raised their hands from all great levels. And so I said, okay, you can start taking a full breath in. You can imagine your tummy's a balloon or I can, or sometimes we practice, imagine like you're smelling those fresh baked chocolate chip cookies you always take a full breath in, right? You don't just like smell a little bit. No, you're like, mmm, that smells so good, right? Or someone's cooking something really yummy in the kitchen. Okay, let's imagine there's something really yummy in the kitchen. Take that full breath in. And then when you exhale, imagine like you're blowing out your birthday cake candles and you're not just gonna blow out one. So imagine there's, you know, five, seven, 12, whatever, whatever your age is and then blow all of them out. And you have to like use all the force to get all the air out of your lungs to be able to blow those out. So let's practice. And so I take them through that. And those are like the most um, basic ideas and that I take them through because it really helps them to use their senses or imagination. And it's very simple, it's creative. And then I have them get creative too. Okay, so what do you think? What what are we what are we gonna be smelling now? You know, um, you know, my mama's you know spaghetti meatballs or whatever, right? Or I don't know whatever they come up with. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cute, you know, just to have fun with it too. And if if they feel like okay, now I'm getting bored. Okay, we're done. We'll try it again, you know, next time. But you did such a good job, you know, the time that we did, and just acknowledge them. It's like, wow, you did a really good job. How do you feel? How does your body feel? Notice your body. Yeah, I like So that, that really helps and them. I like the different examples you gave because I feel like uh, a part of our self-care is to not feel overwhelmed. And when your child is overwhelmed, you're definitely overwhelmed because you have to deal with the overwhelmed, for, you know, the overwhelmed child. So it's like when they're riled up, you automatically start to escalate as well and being able to utilize some of these techniques that you're saying to kind of bring them down or calm the moment so that you don't get riled up and become overwhelmed in the moment as well because that's no good when you're um, overwhelmed and you're frustrated and they're overwhelmed and they're frustrated and then it's just like escalates and escalates because you're both escalating you know what I mean but being able to take that time and take that breath and then direct it to the child, that is amazing because I think sometimes we don't even think about that. We don't think of ways that we can serve ourselves by providing the same service for the child. Um, If you know what I mean when I'm saying that, because I feel like as moms, like we have so much, and I always say that we, we have so much noise happening. We don't tend to quiet the noise because we're so used to go, 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 go. Like I got to do this. I got to do this, get this done, move this, move that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, we're constantly moving because we're doing all of, I call it all of the things (laughs) we're doing. And we're trying to survive. We're trying to survive with what we have. Yeah. And one of those things um, that I think is very important in doing that when you have all of the things is actually having some intentional 
um, time where you can quiet the noise. And, um, but sometimes, especially if you have smaller children in the home, you don't have those opportunities, even when you want to have those opportunities. Uh, I talked a little bit about me um, in the moment where I was like, okay, yes, I'm going to have all this time at nap time. I'm going to get this done, this done, this done, this done. And then that didn't happen because my youngest wakes up halfway through nap time every time. And I have to go put him back to sleep because he wakes up and I try to let him cry it out, but he's like, nope, not going to happen. I'm going to yell, hurry up and get in here, put me back to sleep. (laughs) So, um, I had to realize, okay, that's not going to happen, but this can happen. You know what I mean? So being able to say, okay, it doesn't always work a certain way, but we can still find time to quiet the noise, even if it's a small amount of time. Um, And those small amounts of time throughout the day, throughout the week kind of add up. You know what I mean? Um, Just being able to go, you know, breathe, let it out, relax. And then go, but never taking those moments causes that burnout and causes that overwhelm to where we are never taking care of ourselves because we never take that quiet time. So when we're talking about mindfulness and meditation and being able to get our children into mindfulness and meditation, those techniques were amazing. What are, what are some ways that um, the moms can... Um, integrate this into their day. You know what I mean? Because, um, a mom is like, I got to do this and this and that and that. And it, it never really kind of includes self-care unless there's a day where someone else will have the kids and they can go, but you should still be able to take the self-care time, even with the kids around. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can fit it in maybe, in the morning, like right after breakfast. Well, kids are usually done before we are. <laughs> so maybe right before you serve them, it's like, okay, we're gonna take a uh, full breath in. Um, let's count to five, let's count them. So if they're really little, it's like, okay, we can count, you know, okay, we took one, we took two, and then, you know, go like that. Um, maybe right before bedtime, that's usually the one that most people like to do. It's like, okay, we're winding down. I need to get them to sleep because I have stuff to do. Yeah. Okay let's do the full breathing and let's you know use our imagination to take that pause and i i like to do that a lot my kids like prefer that because it's helping them to unwind and then they fall asleep a lot faster that way um if they're if they're going to school you can do it on the way to school on the way home as well from school so different ways like that or maybe before brushing their teeth i mean that would be pretty much any kid maybe two years and up right before brushing your teeth. Okay. You have to brush your teeth, right? That's part of, and the idea is to make it a habit, a daily habit, part of your routine, just like brushing your teeth, just like taking a shower. Let's take a pause together. Did, did we take that full breath in? Let's breathe together. And once you make it together, then it just becomes part of the routine, just like brushing your teeth, just like taking a shower and on and on and on. So finding those little bits, because it doesn't have to be that long. Sure, you can have a 30 minute, you know, meditation. And that's awesome if you have the time. But for moms, and that that was one of the reasons behind the five minute meditation podcast, because I had excuses before. I'm like, I don't want people to have excuses that they don't have time to meditate, time to breathe. You do have five minutes, you can figure it out. So hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause I feel like I got five minutes to do it. So I'm trying to think about, can I do this today before bedtime? <laughs> because I want them to go to bed and not be talking to me and not be talking to each other and not, you know what I mean? I'm like, I want you to lay your head on the pillow and go to sleep because I have things to do. No, <laughs> but really, because, you know, cause I honestly hadn't gotten started because I'm like, okay, where do I fit in 10 or 15 minutes before bedtime? Like, cause they have like a routine, but I feel like five minutes, that, that's done. Like five minutes is done. Like that's already done. Let's do it. Yay. But when I go any anywhere beyond five minutes in my mind, I'm like, one reason is because I'm like, that's kind of long. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep them there for 10 minutes. I'm not the professional. You know what I mean? And then the other side is, okay, where am I going to fit 10 or 15 minutes in within their routine But when you said do it at times that um, they're already doing something to make it into a habit, that made sense to me because I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. 
um, before they eat, let's go ahead and do it before bed is a really good one because you're, you're saying that's going to help them wind down. So in my mind, I'm like anything that's going to help them wind down and I'm going to get my breathing time, my, my, uh, relaxed time, my mindfulness time at that same time. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's like, I'm going to get my self care. They're going to get some self care and we're all going to be like quiet and bringing it down right before bed. You know what I mean? So I, I love yes. that <laughs> because you made it make so much sense because in my mind it was complicated. It was real complicated. <laughs> so I yeah. love that. Um, and you know what? They're, they're going to be learning this. So now this is going to be a habit that they're going to take with them for the rest of their lives. We didn't have these tools. I didn't have these tools growing up. I wish I did. That would have made, you know, my parents a lot less stressed out, a lot less anxious, a lot less, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Right. And so I didn't learn all of this until an adult. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, wow. So now our kids have these tools to help them. So now they're learning that, yeah, it's normal to take a pause. It's normal to take that full breath in. We didn't. I remember in college, we it, it was a cool thing to be super stressed out functioning on, you know, three hours of sleep, yeah. cramming for a test. That was the thing to do. And that was normal. I'm like, yeah. that was terrible. <laughs> you were always stressed, right? In college, like everything yes. was stressful. Like uh, cramming for the test was stressful. Writing a paper, everything was stressful because it was like, you didn't have that pause moment. You didn't have the time to take and say, okay, let me relax my mind and maybe I won't be as stressed when I'm doing these things. You know, you didn't have that. And you had no one said, hey, you need to pause and meditate or you need to pause. Because I'm telling my husband that um, pretty much every day because he um, he's always up here. And I'm like, you need to be like right here. And I was like, you need just do some meditation when you wake up before you. I was like, just do it. Just try it. And he was like, I don't know. If, I was like, just try it. Promise. Because I used to be like that too. I used to have really high um, anxiety, um, before, um, I had my son, I had really, really high anxiety. And, um, I think the difference maker was myself because, sorry about that. So I feel like the difference maker for me was that I had him two months early. And so, the anxiety in that moment was a little high, but then after that, my attention diverted to him and I knew that I had something that I had to do and the anxiety kind of just left on its own, which I think is very interesting. I haven't been able to figure out why, but the anxiety left on its own because I had like a, a focus and I feel like the focus kind of, kind of brought me down. Because, you know, we're kind of, like I said, we're like always this, that, this, that, that, you know what I mean? And in that moment, I had a focus. And because I had a focus, my anxiety kind of was just like gone. And I was able to kind of breathe and relax. And I noticed later, I was like, I'm not having those anxious moments anymore. And I'm not, you know, up here. And when I was telling my husband, I'm like, you know, sometimes just, just try it, you know, just do like five minutes, one minute and see if that, you know, helps with that, you know, being up here, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I am very interested in trying this method with the kids just to see, I'm like, I need to see if I can go ahead and get my mindfulness and meditation time at the same time as them and five minutes, I'm ready for five minutes. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Something that you mentioned, you know, you, you know, you notice that you're, you didn't have that anxiety anymore. That when you have that anxiety, that is your body telling you, you need to slow down. Mm. That is a the red flag, uh, depression, insomnia, illnesses, diseases, all of that is a manifestation of your body. It's like, you know, under so much stress under so much like so much is happening once you give your body time to pause then your body kicks in this auto healing mode because our bodies are super powerful and amazing when you give it the time but when you're under so much stress and you're zoom 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 zoom, zoom then your body's trying to fight off all of that stress like protect itself right and at one point it's telling you 
I can't anymore. Then that's when anxiety kicks in, depression kicks in, uh, 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 what is it? Um, like just bad habits, you know, I can't think of the word. Uh, anyways, all of that stuff starts kicking in because it's your body trying to tell you, slow down, you have so much going on. And that's what happened. Once you acknowledge that and you were able to put your body in a more relaxed state, then that went away. Your body's like, okay, good. I don't have to deal with that anymore. Thank you for that. Yeah. I love the way you explained that too, because um, I, I kind of knew that, but I wasn't thinking about that because it's happened to me in the past where I was, um, when I was working for other people, um, they knew I was really reliable. So they would call me all the time. And like, so I was doing doubles and doubles and doubles and, you know, and working and working. And then my body all of a sudden just shut down. It's like, nope, not anymore. <laughs> and then, you know, I had, you know, uh, had to go to the hospital and everything, but my body was like, you, you have to stop. But I'm a person like I'm was constantly, you know, always going. And now I don't do that anymore. Like after that happened, I realized that, hey, you're doing too much. Like you can't do everything for everybody all the time and you can't um, put yourself through all that stress. And I feel like as moms, we do that, right? We're like, yes, we're natural nurturers. We want to help. We want to um, not just our ourselves and our own families. Like we're just built that way to where we want to solve the problems. We want to help. And um, the mindfulness that comes from I feel like you get that mindfulness sometimes after something bad happens versus, you know, mm -hmm. getting ahead of it and saying, okay, let me pause now and let me get past everything else. And then I'm going to come back. And once I'm paused, relaxed, refreshed, then I'm going to come back and do things a little bit different, but I'm still going to do it in a way that feels good. Right. And so mm -hmm. being able to say, okay, let me start with my children and start with them now. Um, with mindfulness and meditation so that they have those tools, but also to help myself because while I'm helping them with mindfulness and meditation, I can actually participate and help myself to take that pause as well and apply it. You know, you, when you're doing it with them, when you're helping them, you're creating that muscle memory and that routine for yourself as well to say, okay, instead of getting frustrated in this moment where I've told them the same thing the hundred times, I'm going to take a pause have me a little mindfulness and meditation <laughs> point like right here, a little 30 seconder right here, and then come back into the conversation versus, um, you know, the fuse being lit when you have to keep repeating yourself, especially if that's something you don't like to do. Like that's one of my pet peeves. I do not like repeating myself 50 billion times, but with small children, you find yourself repeating yourself 50 <laughs> billion times. Yes. <laughs> And then also you, you can even say like, you know what, I need to take a, a quick pause. I need to breathe because I don't want to yell. And that's what I tell my kids every now and then someone's like, I'm like, you need to breathe and I need to breathe. So I need to breathe right now because I can't answer that right now. Yeah. And I don't want to yell either. I love that. So whenever you're ready, let me know, but I need to breathe right now. <laughs> and I like that you just said that because it's like in the moment we don't think about it. And I feel like the more we practice it, the more we put it into action, it becomes second nature versus you having to think about pausing because by the time you thought about pausing, you might've already blown up. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. had to think about doing it. And sometimes you might catch yourself, but sometimes you might blow up. So you have those blow up moments and you have those moments when you catch yourself. But to be able to catch yourself all the time or just do it naturally and say, okay, I'm going to pause. You have to actually put it into action, you know? So what are some ways that moms can start, you know, kind of putting this into action, like actively practicing, you know, taking that pause, you know, because our children model us. So how can, mm -hmm. you know, moms start to kind of, take that pause, like a couple of ways they can do that. One way I like to do is I set a timer and mm -hmm. I, that's my pause. And so when my kids come in my room and they see the timer on, it's like, oh wait, mommy has her little pause right now. Or maybe it's nap time. I'm like, sometimes I need a nap depending on my cycle. <laughs> it's like, I need that moment for myself. I need that pause. I need some quiet. 
And so they see the timer. It's like, I, I want them to learn that this is my time. Yes, unless the house is burning down or you broke a limb, then fine, blood is gushing out, then yes, interrupt my time. Other than that, I need these 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever I have on my timer, and then I'll be able to help you. Um, but you have to set those boundaries with them too. And then they'll learn, wow, mom is taking care of herself. She's taking a pause, she's taking a break. And that is good because growing up, we weren't taught to take breaks. We were taught that you're always hustling, you're always moving. And when you stop and take a break, that means you're lazy, mm, right? Yeah. And so that's something that we have to undo. And even having this con uh, a conversation about conscious parenting with another friend, she said, this was, um, you know, us learning to like zoom, 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 and then like not break. It's because that's how our ancestors were, right? They, they were always moving, especially, you know, once they were colonized, it's like, there was no breaks. Mm. And once you took that break, it's like, no, you're worthless. You're being lazy. I need you to work. So go work, right? Mm. And so we didn't learn to take a pause, like that was taken away. But now it's like, we're reclaiming that rest. We're reclaiming that pause. And it's so necessary. It's like, I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing this for generations forward and generations back. I need this rest. And so I want my kids to learn that. It's like, it's, very, it's important and it's healthy to take that rest. And how do you do that? You take a pause take that full breath in. You're allowed to take a pause. It's okay. No matter what's happening, even if it's chaotic all over you, you can go within, notice your breath. How does it feel? Is it cool as it going in? Is it warm as it going out? Maybe feel your heartbeat. Maybe put your hand on your tummy, whatever it is that you have to do to, to help you tap into that inner calmness. So that's one of the ways that, that I like to to find to fit that in, you know, and, and share with other parents to that's important. And you're allowed to because sometimes and I remember feeling guilty for taking that pause for taking that break for taking that nap that I so needed. And I felt super guilty because I have to make sure that everyone's fed, everyone's this and everyone's happy and da, 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 da. And I'm like, wait, it, they're gonna be fine for 1520 minutes right That's it's gonna be okay yeah and i like that you're saying you know set the timer because i tell my moms a lot like you need to have that time that's just for you that uninterrupted time that they know when that time is ready that no one should interrupt you unless it's like an emergency like you said and they need to respect that and respect their boundaries so i like but i like what you added with the timer so even if they do pop in the timer is there and they're like, oh, the timer is there. So that means like we definitely are not supposed to be here in this moment. <laughs> like this is not where we're supposed to be. So I like that um, aspect. And then just, you know, creating space for yourself, you know, because again, what you were saying, we weren't kind of taught that. Well, I know I was, I was always going, I was in everything. I was a part of everything and I was constantly moving. Because when I wasn't moving, I thought I wasn't being productive. So I understand, I understood you like 100% when you said that. Because now, even as moms, I feel like one of the things we're asked is, what did you do all day? And every time someone asks me that, I want to throw something. Like, I want to <laughs> break something. I want to, like, swing a bat. Like, I'm like, what do you mean, what did I do all day? <laughs> I, I watched Oprah all day night, bonbons there. That's what I did. Is right? that what you want to hear? <laughs> what did I do all day? I know. So, so that is like the most, the worst question you can ask a mom. Like, what did you do all day? And one of the, one of the reasons I say that is because of we're never taking pause times. And in my mind, I'm like, one of those things that we need to have is not to be shamed when we have to take a pause because we're doing so many things. Um, and I feel like not just shamed, I'm not saying shamed by other moms, because I feel like other moms get it, but shamed by people, like even like the previous generations, like you were saying, like um, them asking, well, what do you need help for? Like, why do you have this person coming to do this? Or why do you have that? You know what I mean? Like, because like we actually need breaks. And I feel like a lot of moms are not getting the breaks that they need or weren't getting the breaks that they need ever since um, the pandemic started because they didn't have those outlets. And then everybody's in the house together now, right? 
And then you're like, oh my God, like this is even more overwhelming and chaotic. And there's so many things happening. I definitely don't have a pause time. And anytime I take a pause time, I have to get right back up because I stopped, but now I have to get back up. Like it's no real pause because even when you pause, your mind's still going, right? Your body may not be moving, but your mind is still moving. So that's what people can't see. Like in that moment where they think that you're not doing something or you're sitting and you're resting, you're not because your mind is still, and you're, <laughs> you're not taking that complete pause, like your body's pause, but you need to pause your mind as well because you might be sitting there thinking about, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this. Oh, that's supposed to happen at this time. Oh, I forgot to do this or this thing that happened. I find myself trying to catch myself when I realize I didn't do something, but I need to do something else. But then I'm trying to go back to that thing and then do this thing, you know, all at once because I forgot something or I know something's coming up. I've been trying to catch myself in those moments and say, it'll be okay. So I love what you said. When you get away from your children, they will be okay. Um, I told my mom's that the other day, I said, we have to get okay. We have to build up our tolerance and say, okay, they will be okay if I have to step away. Even 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if it's an hour, they will be fine. And we have to trust that they will be okay. <laughs> um, and we can't, because yes. we can't predict that. But we're always like, well, we're not there. We're not doing it. Something bad's going to happen or something's going to go wrong or the it's not going to be done the way I want it to be done, right? So mm. being able to just say, okay, I can step away. I love that you brought that up because I feel like as moms, a lot of times we definitely don't think we can step away. <laughs> and we don't, yep. and so we will never create that pause time or that me time or that self time because we don't feel like we can step away. And I had a few moments <laughs> I believe last week or the week before where I was just, I just, I just stepped away and I was just like, I just need this space by myself for these few minutes. Like I need it. And in the moment I was still thinking about why am I just pausing right now? Why am I taking this space? I have these things I need to do that I was, I made myself just take it and then let go of those thoughts because we will never ever sit still if we don't give ourselves space to do it. Oh, I am so enjoying yeah. this conversation with you because I feel like sometimes you just need to hear it. And I feel like as moms, we, we hear it, but we don't hear it. Like we heard it, but it just like, we heard it and then let it pass. And we didn't actually listen, you know, um, we're yeah. hard headed. <laughs> yeah. And then also, you know, maybe something that something that will help. It's like, you know, if you're having that difficult time of taking that pause, your children are learning from you. Mm. So you want them to learn that it is okay to take that pause so that when they're adults, when they're parents, they feel okay, that they don't feel guilty, just like you did for taking that pause. You want to show them that it is normal because everything we do, they're learning. Even if we, you know, say something else, but you know, everything we're doing, they're absorbing and taking little mental notes. So as yeah. taking that pause, so, oh yeah, this is huge, you know, to help them understand that pausing is normal. Stress is not normal. Okay. Yeah, it is not. And in my mind, we know, well, not in my mind, in our minds, I know that we probably know that and we think that, but built into us it has become the norm you know what i mean so we don't mm -hmm. like actively like that's why i was asking about ways to actively do it and now our moms have some very practical ways to actively practice mindfulness and meditation and um so i'm gonna cut in here because remember i told you that we have a point <laughs> where we do story time and I feel like this is a good moment because we've gotten a lot of good information on um, mindfulness and meditations and how to integrate it, how to use it with our kiddos and everything. So one of the um, um, segments in the show is called story time. And all it is is that you tell a short, brief story about some a life lesson, something funny that happened pertaining to what we're talking about. So mindfulness and meditations with your children, anything that um, you feel will be beneficial. Let's see the super funny story. 
um, my son was a baby in diapers and I had to go to the post office to take some stuff. And so as I picked him up, all the poop like squished out and I didn't realize it. And I was like, he was facing out and I was hugging him because I was trying to get something out. So then as I put him on this, I was about to put him on the stroller as I moved him away. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what just happened? Luckily, I was wearing a tank top under (laughs) that was black. (laughs) So I just wiped like, let's go, babe. I need to like go send this off. So I wiped him, wiped myself, got him all changed up and I went. But I immediately, it's like, I could have like reacted in such a bad way and that totally would have ruined my day. Um, mm. But I made the choice. You know what? I saw it on the funny side. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to have a good laugh because I know this is going to be really funny in the future. So I'm just going to go ahead and take that laugh right now because I need it. Cause I feel like really embarrassed and grossed out and <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm choosing to be okay with this and let it go. That is what I'm choosing right now. And so then it was fine after that, but I'm like, holy smokes, that was crazy. <laughs> I did not see yeah. that coming at all. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Um, I'm, I'm like shocked that you were able to be calm and, um, cause I know I've had some blowout moments at home where I was like, Oh my God, I don't know what's going like grabbing things, you know, like, how do I save it? Like, <laughs> so to be out in public and, you know, where you're trying to get something done and you're able to like hold it together and look at it in a positive light. That's amazing. So moms, you definitely need to practice mindfulness and <laughs> meditation. And, you know, so that when you're in those moments where you would normally, um, react in a negative or adverse way that you're like, okay, let me, you know, look at this in a positive light and continue what I'm doing. Because I feel like, um, back when he was a baby and had the blowouts, like I felt like I couldn't do anything right. Like everything was going wrong. The blowout was probably my fault. Like I'm the reason he had a blowout, you know what I mean? But now, um, in, you know, getting rid of some of that anxiety and moving past that, I'm able to say, okay, take a pause, think about it, then respond, you know what I mean, (laughs) versus reacting. Because I find out a lot of times when we just react, that's where we get those those negative um, thoughts and those negative responses versus when we like really like pause, you know, so... That that is a great story because I don't know how I would have reacted, but I imagine it would have been different. <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna ruin your day, you know. And and yeah. I I try to think I don't remember how that started, like having that mindset shift about how I'm seeing things, how am I reacting to things. I don't remember the exact point, but I remember practicing that. So when so it I felt like I was prepared for that moment to choose, okay, am I going to let this just ruin the rest of my day? Or I'm just going to look at, you know, find something funny about it and then just let it go. Or like when you're in traffic and someone cuts you off, the majority of the people are like, you bleep, 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 right? And so now I tell my kids, I'm like, that person probably has diarrhea and they got to go to the bathroom. So they got to get, you know, and everybody, you know, they got to speed on out because they got to go to the bathroom bad and they start cracking up, you know, because I see other people, they're like, cussing and have you know they're all mad and whatever as you know someone's cutting them off or they're the ones cutting off and it's like it's not necessary there's so much you know negativity in the world can't we just choose joy instead right you can choose how you feel sure i mean yeah things happen and whatever and fine okay you you're upset for a little while but then let it go there's no reason why to hold on to it but then another reason when you hold on to those emotions those those stressors those traumas those things they get locked into your body and then that's another thing that's manifesting illnesses and diseases so man uh meditation is helping you on a deeper level to let those go because sometimes you wonder it's like why do i have this knee pain i didn't even bump my knee but something happened, some emotion got locked into your muscles and you can't let it go. And so once you start this practice of meditation, 
mindfulness, deep breaths, it really helps to let go a, a, a lot of that anxiety, that deep rooted stress that we locked in. And sometimes it's stress that are from childhood that we don't even remember what that was, but it's building up. It's like, like the little sand hourglass. It's like a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Right. And then it's like, oh, this pain. And I don't know what it is. And you go to the doctor and you go to the doctor and you still don't know what it is. Well, that's what it is. It's those stressors, those emotions, those, um, all that stuff that you go through, but you don't let it go. You hold on to it, choosing to hold on to it. How about choose to let it go, you know, yeah. breathe it out, you know? Yeah. Oh, the choices that you have when you actually take the time to think, right? Versus yeah. just acting or reacting when you actually take the time to think the choices that you can have. I love it. So as we've been talking, one of the things that I find that we haven't talked about and I really want to um, bring up is, can you give us three benefits of practicing mindfulness and meditation? Three benefits. Let's see, more focus, um, more clarity. Okay. You can tap into that inner calmness quickly. You will have, you will boost your immune system your um you will sleep better for sure you will wake up a lot better overall um overall well-being for sure um for students definitely focus retaining the information for mothers you feel more rested you can feel more focused you feel more present because sometimes we're all over the place and you're like, uh, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, it definitely helps you feel more grounded, more present in your, especially, you know, for, for yourself and then for your family, put yourself first and then for your family. Cause you have to function first. You have to take care of yourself first. And, you know, it's just like putting on your oxygen mask first and then everybody else. Um, gosh, so much. It slows down the aging process. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> When I heard that, I'm like, I'm on board. <laughs> Gosh, so many things. I mean, it lets go of those deep rooted stressors. It's gosh, so many, is there's a huge list. I mean, I can go on and on. It prevents illnesses, diseases. It helps to just live a better life, healthier, longer life. I like that. That's an overall one. You can live a longer, healthier life, and it, it includes all of the other benefits she listed. That's one of the, the big benefits, right? <laughs> and it encompasses yes. all the other benefits. You can live a longer, healthier life. I like that. Uh, and as we're kind of winding down, one of the other things that we do is a tool and a tip. So right now, Usually you see me go and I give you the tool and the tip, but today, because we're talking about self-care, mindfulness and meditation, I really would like you mommies to put it into practice and to actively start practicing. So I think your tool for today is going to be Yvonne's five minute meditation because it is so very important to put this into practice and to actively do it, not just say, hear about it, listen, and not actually practice it, but practice it. So I am going to put the link down in the description and I want you to use that as your tool today. Yvonne's five minute meditation, because it's only five minutes out of your day. You can find those five minutes and you can use it for yourself. But I also would like you to find five minutes to do it with your child so that you can see that you can incorporate your child into whatever you're doing, whatever you think that you have to wait till they're not there to do there's probably a way to um, integrate them into what you're doing to incorporate them so that you can still get things done that you want to get done or you need to get done and you don't have to feel stressed or overwhelmed about it. So that is my tool for today. And now we're going to go on over to Yvonne to get your tip of the day. Wow. Okay. Something that came up for me is for moms, you know, saying, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time, but you have to cook, right? Most of us have to cook. So how about take your deep breaths as you're chopping and be mindful about what you're chopping. I look, I see the pepper. I see that it's red. I see the texture. I can smell it. I can taste it. And it really helps to ground you. That's using your senses. 
and you're you're incorporating it into something that you're already doing it anyway you still have to cook you still have to chop as you're stirring you know as you're tasting whatever it is that you're cooking as you're serving you're mindful and actually meals taste a lot better once you are mindful about you know what you're cooking when you're cooking it does everything does taste better yes i love it (laughs) that she just made that so very simple and i'm like what i've never thought about that and now that you said it and now that you all have heard it mommies please incorporate that because you take the mindfulness comes from being aware of what you're doing how you're doing it you're using your senses your the smell how does it smell what does it look like how does this feel as i'm doing it that's the mindfulness part and then the breathing oh my goodness i'm like look you're already doing it i love that so yvonne like you just made my day because i'm like i cook five days of the week my husband cooks one to two days of the week so for me i want to tell him to practice that too because he has anxiety while he's cooking because he he wants to make sure nothing burns <laughs> so he has anxiety while he's cooking so i'm gonna t- i'm gonna tell him that i'm gonna like just be mindful of what you're doing in the moment breathe Use your senses so yes. that you can kind of bring him down while he's cooking. Because yes. the way he's moving around and stuff while he's cooking, I'm like, maybe you shouldn't cook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it comes out and it's been, it's been really good, you know, really amazing food since he's been helping um, by cooking a couple of days of the week. But he his anxiety goes up because he doesn't want, you know, to burn anything. He's like, I don't know how you all do it, but I'm like, just, just breathe. <laughs> yes breathe breathe for everything yeah yeah so that is amazing and i love that and i'm so happy that you came here today and we had this conversation and there's some things that you all can incorporate as soon as you hear this like as soon as you're listening you can incorporate this right away she made it very simple and relatable So you have no excuses over in the mommyhood to get out there and incorporate some mindfulness and meditation into every day. You have no excuses. And again, there will be links down in the description to get to the five minute meditation as well as more information on um, Yvonne. But before you go and before we end the conversation, I do have to tell you to let everyone know where they can find you. Thank you. Before I do that, I wanted to share this beautiful quote I heard years ago that really connects me to the mission that I'm doing that I'm doing now is that um, the Dalai Lama says, if you if we if every eight year old in the world is taught meditation, we will eliminate violence within one generation. That is our kids right now. They are the world changers by helping them learn meditation you're helping to plant seeds of world peace. And so I invite you to join me on this mission to teach meditation to 1 million children, because together we will help our future world changers have peace in the world. Our children, our grandchildren will be able to see peace in the world, but it starts now. It starts now with us as the parents teaching them, then also us practicing, being models for them too, so that they see that it is normal, that it is okay to take that pause. And together we will change the world. Um, Deepak Chopra's mission is to have a billion people meditating in the world. A billion people is only 15% of the world population. That is where the change happens. That means, yes, world peace is totally possible with our future world changers. So that's what I want to leave you with. And that is my mission. And I hope you join me on this and meditating together as a family and teaching your children. And you can find me everywhere as Decide Balance, decidebalance.com, Decide Balance on Instagram and on Facebook and on YouTube and and on my podcast as well. So all the major podcast platforms, it's also called The Side Balance. So thank you so much, Kamisha. And thank you, listener, for taking the time to listen. And I can't wait to hear how it's going with the practicing that's been happening. And any questions, any concerns, reach out to me. And I also have a bilingual 
meditation classes for kids online as well. So it's also on my website and more and more things are happening. So everything will be posted on my social media and my website. So everything you want to know, just just follow me and, you know, I'll let you in on all, everything that's happening. So thank you so, so much. We appreciate the, the invite and, and our beautiful conversation. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you for being here and taking the time to show up and tell our mommies, you know, how they can incorporate mindfulness and meditations for themselves, for self-care and with their children, for their children's self-care, which bounces back to their self-care. <laughs> and um, you can find Yvonne, like she said, everywhere at Decide Balance. So make sure you go and you find her everywhere and you practice the mindfulness and meditation. And you also get your children involved and you've been listening to Unapologetically Mommyhood, where usually we've talked a little bit of business, but this month we're talking a lot about self-love and self-care. So we did a little bit of mommyhood and we've been totally unapologetic about it because that's how you actually make changes is you do it unapologetically so that you can create space where you feel good and where things are feeling good to you. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again next week in the mommyhood.